This is episode 10 with Liana Knudsen. Welcome to the Capitalize on Your Idea podcast, helping you bring any idea to fruition. Now, here's the guy who makes it all happen while keeping his day job, Justin Escar. What's up, everyone? I uh, hope everyone had a great weekend and is preparing for what should be an awesome week. Uh, I'm very excited about today's episode with my friend Liana from Auntie Liana's Bakery. Um, Liana works with my wife Michelle, so she has a day job, and at night she has this home base home based bakery business that she runs. And I have her on today to talk about two things: one, time management, and two, passion. And you'll hear in the interview about how Liana, you know, she has a very stressful day, but then she still comes home and she makes these delicious cake balls. Which, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's literally a ball of cake that has been drenched in some sort of chocolate with some sort of topping. And they're so good. First off, I just want to say that they're so good to the point where um, anytime that we have an event or whatever it is, I make her bring me some. But um, she talks about how, you know, baking is a passion of hers and that she needs to give up some things in order to be able to do what she has a passion for. So, and you'll hear in the interview what she talks about exactly, but her time management skills are really what's important here. When you have a home-based business and you want it to succeed, you need to give up some things. And I, I don't want you to give up the important things like family, but there are things you can give up. You do need to be passionate about your business in order for it to succeed. And, you know, if that means giving up something during the day that you're so used to doing, like watching TV or or, or whatever, you know, so be it. It's what's got to be done. This episode is brought to you by Watchman Monitoring. Know before it's too late with Watchman Monitoring. Sign up for a free 30-day trial at www.watchmanmonitoring.com slash capitalize. For those who don't know what Watchman Monitoring is, if you go back to episode two, we had Alan Hancock, the CEO of Watchman Monitoring on. Uh, it's a little plug-in for IT consultants to let you know when something's wrong with a computer. I use it in my day job. I love it. Check it out. WatchmanMonitoring.com slash capitalize. And now on to the interview with Liana Newton from Auntie Liana's Bakery. Hey, everybody. We're here today with Liana Newton, owner, operator, and head baker of Auntie Liana's uh, Liana makes these amazing cake balls, and I'm so glad to have her on the show today. Liana, how are you? I'm good, Justin. How are you? I'm good. So uh, for those at home, Liana and I know each other, um, one, because I've eaten many of her products, and two, because she actually has a day job where she works with my wife, but at night she runs Auntie Liana's. And that's all I'm going to say, because I kind of want her to tell the story. So, Liana, tell us how, like, you started Auntie Liana's and, like, what the goal was there and such like that. Okay. I've always loved to bake. I've been baking since I was 10. actually won a bunch of ribbons in the 4-H Youth Fair, went to State Fair, and it's been a passion of mine my whole life. And probably about, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, for holidays, I would bake tons of cookies, and I would give them out to everyone as gifts. And one year, someone said to me, oh, my gosh, you should sell the cookies at Christmas. I will pay you to bake my Christmas cookies. So I was like, nah, that doesn't make any – how am I going to do that? How am I going to do that? And I decided to do some research, and I found out that New York State 
offers an opportunity to be a home processor where I could certify my home kitchen and I could bake professionally out of my house. So I put the project on hold briefly because I went through a divorce and everything else and uh, when I moved into my apartment I really decided to concentrate on baking because that's really what I wanted to do. So I took some classes on how to be had to have a home-based baking business and I started up really small and I had my kitchen certified and I was talking with some friends one time and you know I, I had baked cookies and I baked um, small little cakes and stuff like that and a friend of mine who's originally from California had said to me you should bake cake balls and I said cake balls what's that I had never heard of them this was back in 2010 and she described them to me and when I got home it was I met her on a vacation when I got home I did a lot of research and I was like those look really cool and I'd never seen anything like that so I wanted to have like a gimmick something that no one's ever seen so I started playing with them and I did my first wine fest at the at Rhinebeck uh, Dutchess County Fairgrounds and I introduced cake balls to basically the Hudson Valley. No one had ever seen them and they took off. None of my, I mean my cookies sold a little bit, my rum cakes did alright, but my cake balls so completely sold out and everyone was enamored by them. So I decided to concentrate my business on the cake balls. So I was doing fairly, you know, well managing my time and I had worked local to where I live at the time and then I was offered the opportunity to work in the city and at that point I was on a push to make my business full-time and quit my day job and the opportunity in the city was too great for me to pass up but I had a really hard time and I put a lot of thought into it because honestly at first I wasn't going to take the job because I was afraid I wasn't going to have time to do my business and I was afraid that you know my business would fall to the wayside it would just be one of those harebrained schemes that I started up and you know I let fall to the ground and I didn't want to do that so to me I just started fitting it in at every second that I had free and that's basically what I do now I leave my house before seven in the morning I don't get home until about twenty after seven at night and in all my free time I bake <laughs> oh, that's a lot I mean Kudos to getting you know to bring out this new product and selling it out like that. Um, so yeah, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about this time management. So um, because I know because I'm on the end that your day job is very stressful because um, I hear about it all day long from my yes. own wife. <laughs> um, but so you leave so early and you get home late and then all like you spend the rest of your day baking because you want this business to take off. I do want this business to take off and I actually had a when I first started the job my baking business kind of fell to the wayside and last year I actually did a push and I doubled my business from the year before and my goal this year is to double it again and I just made it a priority in my life that I just need to bake I need to continue to do it I can't have downtime I can't I have to say no to certain things that I used to be able to do on the weekends because I need to bake, I need to fulfill jobs, I need to get these things done, and I still have to work my day job because something has to pay the bills right now. Right. 
So, so what are some of the things you've given up? I'm assuming you're you're completely not cut up on uh, on the last episodes of Glee or whatever the hot TV show is now. I do not watch television at all. At if I watch five to ten hours a week, that's a lot. Wow. I don't. I do not follow any shows. I do not on demand. I do not have a DVR. TV is a time suck for me, and mm-hmm. I try not to get um, drawn into it. And that says a lot. Like you know, to say that even five to ten hours for you is a lot. So many people come home from work, have dinner with a family, and then just watch TV the rest of the night. And that's you know anywhere between what four and six hours for most people depending on how late they stay up and and that's four to six hours a day and you're saying that even five hours a week is a lot that you know that that shows you your dedication towards your your business my tree for me when i sit down and i actually here's an example so tuesday i worked i got home at 20 after seven i had a big four cakes Preheated my oven when I got home. I heated up my dinner. I turned on the television. I sat and I watched 20 minutes of TV. Then I turned off my TV, went in when the oven was ready, and I started baking. I put on music, and that's usually what I do most of the time is I just listen to music. So clearly, whatever that 20 minutes of TV, it wasn't anything super and thrilling for you to watch. No, I just watch <laughs> uh, reruns of The Big Bang Theory. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Um, so how do you, how do you even like fathom this kind of time management? Do you have any, do you have any tools or tips or is this just something that you've been doing for so long that you kind of just ingrained in it? Like, how did you even start figuring out this kind of like time management that you realize like, I need to not watch TV to do this? Well, how else am I going to do it? I like, I like to be in bed by 10 o'clock. So that only leaves me less than three hours when I get home from work to do what I need to do in the evening. So sitting down and watching an hour of television takes away an hour of baking or dipping for an order or something like that. And I do have other uh, obligations at night. I take two dance classes during the week. So a lot of times my weekends are filled with baking. Like Yesterday, I baked eight cakes in the morning while I was, like, running around um, straightening my house and stuff. And today, I'll actually ball those cakes that I baked yesterday and put them in the freezer so they're ready for when I have an order. And I have to bake uh, eight more cakes. And for so those, wait, real, real quick, for those who are listening, what we didn't mention is we're actually, we're recording, we're having this conversation at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning just because of timing. Um, <laughs> so it's not like, cause this might not go up for, you know, like two weeks or whatever it is. And you might be listening to it on a Tuesday. Yeah. No, this, she worked eight hours baking cakes on a Saturday. And yesterday, uh, was actually like the first warm Saturday in a long time. And you were indoors just baking cakes. Yeah. I didn't leave my house until six o'clock last night when I actually went out with a bunch of girlfriends and we went to dinner. So I was in my house all day yesterday doing everything that I needed to do to manage my house on top of doing my baking. Right. Um, so I'm going to put you on the spot. How come you won't like uh, hire someone to do the baking during the day while you're at work? Well, right now my business isn't supporting me, so I can't afford to have someone else bake right now. 
But do you think that? And I'm totally, like I said, I'm totally putting you on the spot with this one. Do you think that if you ha- were able to hire someone even part time, and whatever money they're making can support that part time, that that would help increase uh, your ability to make more? So that way you can, like, maybe if you wanted to have them work during the day and then you work at in, at night, and then now if all of a sudden now you're making more money, or you're able to make more to be able to sell more. What's your process like? How are you thinking about like growing this out? You know what I mean? Well, right now, my the business is a labor of love, and I love to do it. And the thought of having someone else do it for me just is very unappealing. Right, <laughs> right now, <laughs> right, because it's your it's your baby. It's my it is my baby, and and I get a lot of enjoyment out of it, and it's like therapy for me. So actually. I enjoy coming home and baking and dipping and stuff like that. At times, yes, it is a chore. I'm like, oh, gosh, I wish I could just sit down and, like, veg out for two hours and go to bed. But I just, I do it because my goal in three to five years is I want to be doing this full time and not have to have a day job. When you come home, do you ever go, it's time to make the cake balls? (laughs) Like the old Dunkin' Donuts guy? Yes, I... (laughs) That's what I say when I'm driving from the train station to my house. <laughs> it's like psych myself out. But I mean, you said something. You said something a second ago that you said it's a labor of love, and I, I think that's a really important thing for people to know. That like um, your project is your baby. It's a labor of love. Your what you're building. Like for me, my apps are are my little babies. I don't actually have babies, but um, you know, they're they're. Granted, I didn't. Unlike Liana here, who's who you're putting in the the physicality to it, and you're baking the cakes and 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 rolling the cakes and and dipping the cake balls and stuff like that. And yes, I outsourced all my coding, but I still have to manage those guys and whatever. The fact is, is that it's still a labor of love. I still have to deal with it, and I still have to talk to them. And my timing is a little different. Um, but you really you get attached to these projects like this, and um, it is it is tough to sometimes have someone else work on it. It is, and my plan is uh, this year I'm actually going to build a second kitchen in my house, and uh, New York State allows you to build a second commercial kitchen, and it expands my license, and then I'll be able to sell online and have a shopping cart and sell out of state, and like right now I'm very restricted with what I can do, so it keeps me small, so it's manageable. But my to grow my business to the next step and to eventually be able to pay me that I could work it full time, I have to have this second kitchen. So that's my project for this year. Right. And that's really going to be able to push me next year to the next level because I want to double my business this year and then next year I want to double it again. Wow, that's ambitious. Yeah. I mean, most people say that they want to double their business within like three years and you're looking, you're looking to double year over year. Well... <laughs> I mean, talking money. I'm not making that much, so for no. Me but it's to not. From, it's, it's not about the money. It's about the no. actual work. Well, I only did the past three years. I only did one food fest, and you know, I did I did pretty well, and I had some orders. This year, my plan is to do five food food fests. I also picked up last year. I picked up my first wholesale client, and she's gonna. She's already placed her orders for the spring because she's in Rhinebeck, which is a touristy community, and in the winter they don't get much, you know, walk traffic, walking traffic. Right. So I start baking up for her this year, 
at um, beginning of April. Wow. And so that's just another way to push my business forward. So going from one show to five shows and then having a wholesale client and then maybe next year picking up three wholesale clients and doing the five shows, that should be able to grow my business the way I want to. Now, this this food festival, the the Hudson Valley Food Festival, I was actually there, and I you know I walked around for a bit. Your table was jamming, like it was, like everybody wanted one of your cake balls. It was, it was very overwhelming this year, <laughs> <laughs> because this year was the first year I just did cake balls, and I have a following now because I've been there that I did this that was the third year that I've done the fest and people come to my booths the vendors know that they have to come to my booth before the show opens otherwise you can't get near my booth this year was crazier because my crowd started basically when the doors opened and my crowd did not let up until five minutes before the doors closed so it was six hours of insanity and the first day I sold out over 75% of my cake balls. Wow. For the two-day show. That's crazy. Yeah. I remember I was there, and I, uh, there were people, like, I was even just trying to say hi to you, and like, it was, like, impossible. And people were like, what is this? And I was like, these are the best cake balls ever. You need to buy these right now. And then they went, and they bought, like, 40 cake balls. Like, yeah. like what the hell is going on here? <laughs> it, was, it, it was crazy, yeah. Yeah. Um, the drunks love my cake balls. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So... so- so how are you gonna how over so you're gonna build this new kitchen this that's your goal for this year and, and you yeah. have this wholesale client now I'm assuming the wholesale client is gonna take up even more of your time and unless uh, uh, I mean unless you want to tell me privately I don't think you're planning on leaving the, the your day job anytime no soon. not anytime soon okay, no. Fine. um <laughs> despite all the times you and I have conversations about other things <laughs> that's that's another topic um. So, but that seems like a lot more work. What are you going to, I mean, there's only so many hours in a day. What are you planning on doing? Well, the, the beauty of a cake ball is that for me to dip it in chocolate, it has to be frozen. So I have, right now I have two full-size freezers downstairs that I just have stock. I have 26 flavors. I have at least 100 of each flavor in stock at all times. So that when I have an order, I could just dip it. Some of my more popular flavors, say like red velvet or double chocolate, I keep like a higher stock. And I have a spreadsheet. It has my inventory on it. And every time I dip an order, I deduct from the inventory. And any time I bake a cake, I add to the inventory. So I try to keep the numbers so that if someone says, I want four dozen red velvet cake balls, I could just fulfill that order within you know, 20, 24 to 48 hours. So what's your what's your so what's your day like? So you come home from work, is it you bake one day and then you ball I, it out the next day and then you dip the, the third day or? Well, I only dip when I have an order. Okay. So, like Tuesday, I baked four lemon cakes. I crumbled them, mixed them with the icing, put them in the refrigerator so they could set. Wednesday, I wasn't able. I had a plans so I wasn't able to ball but Thursday I came home and I balled the cakes and I put them in the freezer I count them out when I ball them so I already know once they're balled how many I have and then I put them into my spreadsheet 
So now I know what right now for my wholesale client, she's doing a one-day event, um, the Rhinebeck, Taste of Rhinebeck, sorry. And she ordered specifically 500 cake balls for that wow. one event, plus she's ordering for her chocolate case 32 dozen cake balls. That's a lot of cake balls. That is a lot of cake balls. <laughs> so right now I've been baking all these because she did... 250 lemon cake balls and 250 double chocolate cake balls. So I've been baking up my... But she gave me enough advance notice to let me know. She's like, hey, I have this event and this is what I need for this event on top of my... I'm going to start my standing order, my monthly order. So this is a mix of not only time management but good client relation because you know most clients, and I'm sure you know this, will tell you we need this and we need this tomorrow. And then it's something like outrageous. But here she gave you like at least a couple of months. She gave you, you said April, so we're in the middle of March now. So at least you have three to four weeks to get everything ready. Yeah, she actually gave me the the warning last month in February. Oh, okay. So she, she gave me a lot of time. She hasn't told me what flavor she wants for her case yet, but she did warn me about the 500. Right. So that's what I baked right away. I have enough, knowing from what she ordered last year, I have enough stock in my freezer to fulfill if she goes with like what her standing order was because she did you know my more popular flavors right and those are the ones i keep most of so now what happens is i go down to 50 cake balls which is basically the equivalent of one cake left in the freezer and then i'll bake two cakes worth of it to have the stock so it's just it's a lot of moving parts and yet even despite giving up tv which is a good thing. You still had the time to go out with friends because you said you went out on Wednesday. Um, you know, at least you still have. You haven't gone completely insane where you've lost all social contact and everything like that. No, I don't want to give up my life either. Right. I don't want it to consume me so much that I'm just sitting here. But there are times I know when I have to prepare prepare for the wine fest, the month of August. I don't do much because I'm prepping for that show. You know what I mean? Because that show is a priority to me. It's it's the first show I've done. I do extremely well. I know this year that I ha I'm going to bring more cake balls than I did last year. And last year I bought almost 5,000. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, I mean, this, this it's a mix of so many different components here. Um, what do you do to, like, just, I mean, is uh, just going out with friends is what you do to just, like, relax and try to like not think of it all is it actually just baking more cakes that helps then you out because like i feel like i mean while yes i do a lot of things and i'm kind of a workaholic um i feel like if i had to deal with all like these components i probably want to go insane or i would just get really 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 fat <laughs> i dance okay so that's my outlet i take two dance classes so that's good you at least you, you can get out all that that energy from just making all this food yes how do you stop yourself from eating these things while you're making them i've always been this way like when i'm immersed in it and like i knew when i used to bake christmas cookies because i could do like i used to do like a i don't know a hundred dozen different kinds of cookies like in a day Ugh. when i'm dealing with it all day the last thing i want to do is eat it <laughs> If it's sitting around for a couple of days after, that's when I start to go after it. <laughs> so. Yeah, like I have a ba I have a box of cake balls you brought uh, 
sitting on my like break front and like every now and then I'm like ooh and I just like eat it I'm like yeah. ah <laughs> Um, well, I mean, congratulations with uh, the all your success, and it seems like you have like a really good, you know, methodology that's needed here. And you know, for for you guys at home that are listening, like the key elements here really are that it is a labor of love, and that you and that you have to make some sacrifices. You know, I've never said to anyone, come home from work and just get right to work on your project and do nothing else. Like I do say, come home kiss the you know kiss the wife put say hi to the kid do homework with him or do whatever it is have did have a family dinner and then like then start leanna has a different scenario so she comes home and she bakes but then sometimes she goes out or whatever it is and and but if you really do love something you just really need to put the time into it and then you need a way to manage that in some way so that way you don't lose track of everything you're of your doing i mean you know like leanna said here she, she bakes one day and then she she sets it another day and she dips it another day and then she has her excel spreadsheet i have my kanban board which you guys know what that that's about um and there's just all these different methodologies used to manage your time to be able to get your job done but in each area of it you still need to focus fully on whatever it is you're doing and when it comes down to it i really like even after work when i say i bake four cakes I put four cakes in the oven at the same time. So it's like the same baking process and everything. I only, it's only about an hour, maybe an hour and 20 minutes that I devote to it a, a night. But of two and a half hours that I have at night, that's the majority of it. Right. But it's not, when you think about it that way, it's really not a lot of time. But that time makes a huge difference. Right, because if you didn't put that time in, you wouldn't have a business. Exactly. Right. Well, I mean, congratulations on all your success. Um, where can people... I mean, I know you can't take orders online right now, but I guess you're taking phone orders for anyone who's in New York. Um, where can people find you online? Uh, my website is www.antilianas.com. I'm also at face on Facebook, and it's uh, facebook.com slash antilianas, and I have a Twitter feed, and that's at antilianas. All right, and we'll have all that in the in the show notes. Leanna, thanks so much for taking the morning to talk to me. Go bake now. All right, I will. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Okay. Bye. See what I tell you? Passionate. She, Leanna is so passionate about her business, um, and it really shines with, with her product. And the fact that she sold out at those festivals so quickly um, really you know, is a testament to the fact that you can have a day job and you can be really passionate and, and have a successful product as a, as a side thing to build up to something new. You know, the idea of capitalizing isn't necessarily uh, quit your job and jump right into something all the time. It's, you know, bringing any idea that you have and making it a reality and becoming an entrepreneur and becoming a business owner. And, and while Leanna originally started with cookies and someone else told her to start doing cake balls, the fact is, is she mastered those cake balls. She learned about running a business from that uh, that class that she took. Now she runs a very successful home based business, and this you know in a couple of years will become her full time thing. and And it's great to be super passionate about it. Um, and and you know what? So she has to give up watching TV. She can catch reruns later. There are Blu-ray DVD. You know, there's Blu-ray releases of TV shows all the time. So if there's something she really wanted to watch, you know, maybe later in life. 
But again, like I said in the past, you know, come home, kiss the spouse, kiss the kids if you have them, play with the dog, have a family dinner, do all that stuff, and then stay up later and do some work, you know, or find some time during the day to figure out how you can work on your business and make it a reality. The only way to stop your idea from becoming reality is by not working on it, by not having passion, by not having any sort of time management. If you just have the idea and hope it just comes to comes to life, that's not going to happen. You really need to put in the time to make your idea a reality. So I really hope you guys learned something from today's interview with Liana. Um, if you're in New York, you can order her cake balls online. Uh, we'll have the links and everything in the show notes. If you're outside of New York, I'm sorry. You need to come to New York to get them uh, until she opens up uh, that business license that she was talking about and such like that. But stay tuned to her website for those kind of details. So thanks so much for, for joining us today. And we will see you guys next time on Capitalize on Your Idea, the podcast. <laughs>